Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon a restaurant so good
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH Icon. Listen live to the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, NASH FM 106.1. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And, of course, don't forget about our podcast, available on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor's the home base, but it's on all the major podcasting platforms. Uh, iHeart, Spotify, Google, Spreaker, uh, you name it, we're on it. And if we're not on your favorite podcasting platform, you can always drop me a line at eric at ericasher.com, and I'll do my best to get it on your favorite platform as well. If you missed the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this afternoon, Thursday, 1 o'clock with our live broadcast, or, again, live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page, you can check us out tonight at 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. Uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, and then we finish off Friday night, uh, Friday, I'm sorry, Friday afternoon on, on Pelican Sports Television. Juan Kincaid, sports director at, um, at uh, Fox 8, uh, was our guest today, did a great job. Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, UNO, all on tap this afternoon. Hope you get a chance to check out the, the program. It'll be on our social media platforms later on this afternoon and always at ericasher.com and always on the WLAE TV YouTube page. Uh, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon. Also, Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, 4 on, on, on uh, the, the corner of uh, Lake Villa and Veterans, 4101 Veterans of Lake Villa to be exact. Uh, and, of course, all are open seven days a week. All are at 100% occupancy. All have, again, uh, social distancing, but all, again, can, you can have a great meal, lunch, dinner, uh, available at um, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner available at Oceana Grill. And, of course, uh, looking for a great time, you got to head over to one of the Oceana family of restaurants. Uh, on the program today, we're going to be joined by Mike Triplett of ESPN. He'll join us at the bottom of this hour. Uh, at the top of the next hour, it'll be Will Guillory at 510, and then we'll finish off with Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. Uh, Pell signed Najee Marshall to a three-year, $5.3 million deal. Next season is fully guaranteed uh, for, the, uh, uh, for the rookie forward who did a great job in, again, hustling his way onto the, onto the team. Uh, he gets rewarded with a three-year contract, and, again, you hope that uh, – uh, that this is the beginning of, uh, of the reshaping of this roster. Uh, we'll talk more about that as we go forward with Will Guillory. Also, Ingram and Adams did not practice today, but Nikhil Alexander-Walker did, but he did not have any contact with practice, so I'm sure, again, they're going to kind of move him along very, very slowly. The Pelicans are presently 30-36. and 36. They're one and a half games behind San, uh, San Antonio for the 10th seed, and, uh, of course, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, as I mentioned yesterday, six games left. Every single game is against a team that is in the playoffs as of right now. Uh, and there are five games on the road, one game at home, the final, uh, the finale, and that'll be against the Los Angeles Lakers uh, in the Smoothie King Center. The Saints signed a few camp bodies today. Espo uh, Winston, no relation to Jameis, wide receiver, fullback Sutton Smith, and defensive tackle Albert Huggins Jr. Uh, also, again, the uh, camp was uh, announced today. Uh, the New Orleans Saints, are, their rookie camp is going to be set uh, for May 14th through the 16th. Mandatory camp for everyone involved is tentatively set for June 15th through the 17th. Then there are three periods of OTAs, May 25th through 27th, June 1st through June 3rd, and June 7th through June 10th. Uh, remember, 
the uh, NFLPA, the, the veterans have come together and said they will not participate in off-season workouts. So, again, I'm not expecting to see any, any players that are going to be there uh, for the OTAs. And that, again, as I've mentioned before in this program, is not a good thing for a team in transition uh, with, again, the loss of, of valuable depth on this team, some valuable starters, including, again, the franchise uh, in, in quarterback uh, Drew Brees. Uh, Tell you what, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about the president. He's in town. I want to remind everybody, got to, got to pay attention now because uh, if you 5 o'clock or you guys are getting off around 5 o'clock, the interstate is going to be closed because he's going to have to get back uh, from the Carrollton Water uh, Plant to the, um, to the airport. He's uh, presently touring the Carrollton Water Plant. So, again, that means the I-10 will shut down. So we'll keep you up to date here on uh, 106.1 FM with our traffic reports. By the fact, here comes the traffic report next. Remember, this, uh, this, uh, this hour is brought to you by our friends at Oceana Grill. 739 Conti Bourbon. That's right, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, voted by uh, TripAdvisor as a top U- uh, 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining. Uh, if you love breakfast, you've got to check out the breakfast at Oceana. 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. Spectacular breakfast for you if you're breakfast lover and of course when you go to lunch and dinner there's an overlap between lunch and breakfast and of course dinner ends at 1 a.m in the morning they're open from uh, uh from 8 a.m to 1 a.m seven days a week uh cajun creole cuisines that are fantastic for lunch and dinner uh, an oyster bar for you char grill and the oysters right in front of you fantastic cocktails you can dine in an authentic french quarter courtyard it's beautiful during the day it's spectacular at night Five private rooms that can accommodate your next event. 10 to 120 guests uh, for dining. Or again, if you want to have your event, a lot of folks are booking events now. Think Oceana Grill, your steps off Bourbon Street. And, of course, a place where you can bring the family, friends, or, again, maybe date night as well. Uh, get out there and enjoy a great meal. You can order online or check out their menu at Oceanagrill.com. And remember, look, they're doing some work on Conti, but there is a way in and a way out to Oceana Grill. So, again, if you're down the quarter, make sure you step on over to Oceana Grill, the best time off Bourbon Street. We'll be right back. This report is sponsored by Macy's. Get mom the perfect gift at Macy's Mother's Day Sale with extra savings on her favorite designers. Plus, get your gifts even faster with same-day delivery. Powered by DoorDash. Now at Macy's.com. Be mindful that 10 eastbound is closed between Loyola Drive and Carrollton Avenue. That's due to the arrival of President Biden. At 10 eastbound, your delays are going to be heavy from just past the I-55 ramp to Carrollton Avenue. 10 westbound, your delays are steady from North Claiborne to suck to Carrollton Avenue. And then it picks back up from Causeway to Williams Boulevard. Also look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from North Broad to the 10610 merge. And look out for an accident on the 610 on the westbound side near Canal Boulevard. And if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection and the West Bank Expressway eastbound, coming into the city, your delays remain heavy from Lafayette Street all the way to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or a drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our waitstaff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. 
then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- Four seven nine two. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle if you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system you want someone who will be there to help right away take it from me eric asher when it comes to repair there's no one i trust more than my friends at burkhardt air conditioning and heating burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system and you can call them anytime the team has years of experience and they know how to get you up and running fast so when you need help with your ac or heating system you want someone who will be there right away visit burkhardt at acpromise.com acpromise.com and tell them eric sent you Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. This half hour brought to you by our friends at Oceanic Grills. Uh, again, 739 Conti Bourbon. Doing a little work on Conti Street back now. Again, getting that back uh, into shape. Uh, but there's a way in, a way out of uh, Oceana. Make sure if you're in the quarter, you stop by Oceanic Grill. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, cocktails, they got you covered over at Oceana Grill. President Biden is in New Orleans today. Matter of fact, he's already landed. He's at the uh, Carrollton Water Plant right now. He's trying to be able to promote his $2.3 uh, trillion uh, infrastructure plan. Now, look, uh, there's a lot of conjecture over this infrastructure plan, right? I mean, again, uh, there are some Republicans that are saying that 6% of this, of this $2.0 trillion infrastructure plan is only going to infrastructure. That, that can't happen. You know, I, I understand Democrats are, are in charge. They got the House. They got the Senate. And, of course, they got the, the White House. And they're going to try to push through their agenda. And, look, it happens with every party. It happened with the Republican Party before them. And it just is the way it is in politics. But I think the American people, again, are in unison in wanting the infrastructure repaired and replaced in our country. So you got to flip that number if that is accurate. I mean, it's got to be like 95% infrastructure and maybe 5% uh, other things that could be in this bill. We'll see how it plays out and how it's debated over the next few months. But it seems like every administration on every level of government always promises the rebuilding of our infrastructure. And when you talk about that right now, it it perks up the ears of us here in New Orleans because perhaps nowhere in America is there more uh, need of an influx in funding uh, than needed to be rebuilding the infrastructure here in New Orleans, Louisiana. We're in a crisis situation. On one hand, we need to upgrade and, and continue to be able to rebuild the wetlands and, 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 of course, our levee systems from keeping away the intruding gulf. And then that's a constant battle. That's gonna, that cost us billions of dollars, billions of dollars. Uh, and we have to make sure, again, that's continually upgraded so, again, they don't become obsolete like they did before Katrina. Then there's the long-neglected infrastructure in New Orleans, which was finished off by Katrina's floodwaters. 
Okay, first the dewatering of the city, then the heavy trucks and heavy equipment that came in for debris removal. In the aftermath of the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, the failure of the federal levy system, a.k.a. Hurricane Katrina. You look at the pumping system, broken and obsolete. Our electrical system that powers the pumping system and the water system is broken and ancient. I mean, I hope that's one of the things that is going to be impressed upon the president today as he's touring that Carrollton water plant to look at the age and, again, how this is broken down and how we were able to keep it together before the floodwaters inundated that, that facility. We had no problems with the electrical system, uh, again, uh, with, with the pumping system in this city or the water system with this city before Katrina. Again, it was ancient. There's no doubt about it, but it was working. It was the, the, the pumping system was revered as one of the greatest in the world before Katrina came in and the floodwaters destroyed it. So now you're looking at a situ- uh, situation also where the infrastructure, underground infrastructure is crumbling. We've got fresh water that, that again, we're, we're 15 years past Katrina, going 16 years past Katrina, and water's been flowing underground unabated. Fresh water, unabated. The sewage system is old and compromised. The streets and, and sidewalks are crumbling. Even the electrical infrastructure, okay, is hanging on by a thread. And I haven't even talked about, again, major roads and bridges, which we know are in disrepair. When you talk about the money, and that's the first thing people are going to say, well, you know, there was money sent to the city after, in the aftermath of Katrina. We have, the money that was directed to the city in the aftermath of Katrina was never enough. It wasn't enough to scratch the surface of the needs of the city to truly rebuild the infrastructure. Look, I, I, don't, I don't think I'm out of line when I'm saying this. We live in an American city that has a third-world infrastructure, and that's not hyperbole. I mean, that is fact. We have a third-world infrastructure here in this city. So I'm hoping, again, the president's visit to New Orleans is more than just a photo op. You know, a backdrop of, again, that, uh, of, of something that is ancient, breaking down. And, uh, again, this is not just going to be an inconvenience to the citizens of this city as they shut down the interstate during rush hour. We desperately need funding for both major and minor infrastructure projects. But then, on the other hand, we have to also step up. Okay, one thing that was never done in this city for decades, and I mean my entire lifetime, was, again, a preventive maintenance plan. There's got to be a local commitment for a preventive maintenance plan that after you repair and replace the infrastructure, you keep it in good shape going forward. So the, the, the money for these projects, the tax dollars that's going to be going into this, are not ultimately wasted because of neglect, because that's part of the problem here in New Orleans. And, again, it's hard to be able to convince people outside of the city, uh, again, that, that, again, we are, we are worthy of having our tax dollars come back to rebuild the infrastructure because, yes, Katrina, no doubt about it, destroyed what was left of it, but it was crumbling before Katrina, if we want to be honest. Hopefully Cedric Richmond. Again, former, state represent, uh, former uh, United States representative from the 2nd District here, here in New Orleans who, again, is in the inner circle of President Biden's cabinet. He's got the ear of the president. Hopefully he can deliver those tax dollars that's going to be spent on rebuilding the city's infrastructure and not utilizing this moment or, again, this opportunity to be able to tear down a perfectly good elevated interstate. Then I'm going to tell you right now, folks, I've talked about this on this program before, that over time it is proven that, again, it was the right place to build it. I'll say it again. Imagine New Orleans 2021 without access to the riverfront. If they would have ultimately put that riverfront expressway uh, uh, where they originally had talked about putting it instead of, again, putting it on Claiborne Avenue. I mean, imagine that now, today, okay? When you talk about access to the riverfront, the economic engine that's been part of the tourism industry when you talk about the riverfront, and again, it's not even fully developed yet. We're a long way from, again, having just wharves and warehouses on the riverfront. We're one of the cities, again, in this country that has taken advantage of the riverfront because we did not build an expressway on the riverfront. 
We have thousands of issues in this city. Again, the suburbs, the exurbs, when it comes to infrastructure. Uh, in, in New Orleans, the infrastructure is broke, broken. In, in Jefferson and St. Bernard, it is aging. Uh, when you talk about other needs on the North Shore and the River Parishes, again, all, every single uh, parish in the metropolitan area, and I can say all 64 parishes in our state need an influx of money, an influx of tax dollars to rebuild the infrastructure. The I-10 uh, Claiborne overpass isn't one of them. And look, I don't want to imagine New Orleans uh, with, without, uh, the, look, I, I don't want to imagine New Orleans without an elevated interstate cutting through the city. I just don't, not at this point, not in my lifetime. I mean, imagine for the port and the heavy, heavy trucks that have to now traverse the, 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 the service streets of the city, citizens and tourists that need to traverse the city at ground level uh, instead of being above the city on an elevated expressway. I mean, it'd be a nightmare. I mean, I don't want to see that. And then there are those that talk about, again, the survival of Treme. Well, let me say this. Treme has survived, okay? They're doing just fine. It's still one of the epicenters of our culture and always has been and continues to be. Tear down the I-10, I'll tell you right now, those that are connected with deep pockets, uh, those, those that, that uh, again, uh, they, they could come in from out of town with those deep pockets, those that have here with deep, uh, live here with deep pockets, and those that are politically connected. They're the ones that are going to take advantage of, of, of that interstate coming down. And they're going to gentrify this historic neighborhood. And then what do you think happens to Treme then? Then Treme truly dies. We've seen it in other parts of the city with gentrification. Today, again, even today, we, we see that Claiborne over, overpass uh, space under that uh, overpass being utilized every single day. Every single day. The oak trees may be gone, but it hasn't stopped it being from a place where the neighborhood still gathers. So, again, President Biden is in town. He's getting a first-hand look at, again, some of the issues we're dealing with. Cedric Richmond is intimately, has intimate knowledge of, again, what we are dealing with in terms of the crumbling infrastructure here in New Orleans. And some of that uh, 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 is, is our fault because of the neglect for decades. But, again, some of it is the fault of the failure, le- failure of the federal level, levy system uh, that, 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 uh, that finished the job. So when you talk about where we are right now, we have infrastructure needs. And I'm hoping that, again, the president sees that and is, and is addressing that. And more, this is just more than a photo op. But I'll say right now, tearing down the Claiborne overpass, the I-10 overpass, isn't one of them. And that's for sure. So my hope is that this is not going to be a waste of time for the citizens of this city. That's nothing more than a photo op. And we are truly going to get the, the, the money that's necessary to help rebuild this infrastructure here, here in the city, uh, in the surrounding parishes, and across the state. Because one administration after another uh, have been promising, promising us, again, infrastructure, 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 and it never happened. Band-Aids, crumbs, never did a full-blown infrastructure rebuild in this country, and it's necessary, especially in New Orleans, Louisiana. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, and I'm pretty passionate about this, okay? Been talking about the infrastructure in, in this town since Katrina. And a lot of it, as I mentioned, is our doing, the neglect. But, again, whether it's neglect or not, at this point, when, when, you, when you're this far past Katrina and you see, again, how we are dealing with uh, the lost infrastructure, uh, the, the, the broken infrastructure, uh, it has to change. And the city cannot afford to do it on its own. The state cannot afford to do it on its own. And that's why, again, we send tax dollars to Washington. Hopefully that ta- those tax dollars will come back to this city and we can begin the, build, the rebuilding of this city and, and get out of this third world infrastructure that we've been in now, it seems, over and over again since Katrina. All right. Um, 
Coming up next, we're going to have Mike Trippett of ESPN. We're going to talk about the Saints draft. We'll get into all that with him. I uh, want to remind everybody about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, if you are uh, in, in a situation where the AC is just not blowing cool air and it's hot as hell outside and you are uh, looking for a company you can trust, I got one for you. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Only doing the work that's necessary. Nate Certified Technicians, highest certification in the industry, and they get to you quickly. 15 trucks in the field, strategically set up all over the city, where they're getting a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Again, doing only the work that's necessary. Looking for a company you can trust with your air conditioning system? It's Burkhardt. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. It's the new crawfish pot everyone's talking about. Now with high-performance cookers, you can bring your pot to a boil in just under seven minutes. Created by Todd Tunstall of Covington, Louisiana. The tunnel tube technology. Out with the old, in with the new. Now even the worst crawfish cookers can pull off the best crawfish boils ever. Get the info and get yours now at hpcookers.com. That's hpcookers.com or hpcookers on Facebook. Just give them a call at 985-900-2711 and tell them Scott Innes sent you in. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon. Also, 
uh, Owner Wallens Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, and Mambo's 411 Bourbon Street. This half hour brought to you by Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted by TripAdvisor's number one restaurant in Metairie, a place where you can get a great meal. Uh, also, again, if you're a memorabilia buff, oh, you will just love Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. I mean, memorabilia you've never seen before, one-of-a-kind memorabilia. I mean, it's like a museum in there. And then, of course, a mouth-watering menu, something for everyone on that menu, fantastic cocktails, great beer selection, 30-plus TV screens all over the restaurant. Uh, no, they're not a sports bar. They're a fantastic restaurant that, again, caters to the sports fan. Uh, again, TV's everywhere. Even in the bathroom, you'll never miss a play. I promise you, you'll never miss a play. Uh, you can order online for delivery at bobbybears.com. You can also check out the full menu there. Uh, again, open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bears Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. All right. Um, uh, coming up now on the program uh, from ESPN. Mike Triplett joins us on the show. Always look forward to Mike joining us on the show. We'll talk a lot of Saints with Mike uh, this afternoon. Remember, we'll talk Pelicans with Will Guillory of The Athletic at 510. We'll talk Saints and LSU with Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network at 535 this afternoon. Without further ado, let's bring on Mike Triplett. Mike, how are you? Doing great, Eric. How are you doing? Doing great, Mike. Thanks for the time, as always. I know it's been a real busy week coming off the draft, and, of course, that's one of the things we want to talk about today. Um Saints got seven picks in the book. They've, they've, I think, signed another 11 or 12 undrafted free agents. There were three signings today. But let's take the draft. But before we get into individual players, just your overall thoughts on this draft. Well, look, I, I appreciate sort of the lack of enthusiasm from the fan base. Uh, I don't think it was a disaster. I don't think the Saints failed. I don't think they should have, you know, looked at uh, – Looked at some media board and gone off that. Uh, as I joked, I, you know, I'm sure they, uh, at number 28, got one of their 20 top-ranked players. I'm sure, at, you know, in the second round, they got one of their top 40 players. In the third round, they got one of their top 50 players. I'm sure they're happy with it, and these guys work year-round scouting these guys, and they should have earned the benefit of the doubt by now, uh, especially what Jeff Ireland has brought to that college scouting staff. But I understand why there's not a lot of enthusiasm because, A, they didn't get anybody that you would deem a steal. You know, wow, everybody had this guy going in the top 15, and they got him at 28. That obviously didn't happen at at any point in the draft. And, B, we were all excited, you know, by the reports that they were going to maybe trade all the way into the top 10 or the top 15 for a a big name that you knew was going to start right away or possibly a quarterback, and they didn't do that. And then, C, they didn't get, you know, dynamic playmakers, you know. Even if their second or third round pick had been a, you know, a game-breaking receiver, there'd be a little excitement that this was a little bit more meat and potatoes, the positions they addressed. It is. Um, when you talk about what, what Peyton had, had kind of described, that he said again that they all had clear, uh, that they were clean in terms of their medical, and they all fit a prototype for the position. And I call it a position prototype draft because you look at each of these positions <laughs> and you look size, weight, speed. I mean, that's pretty, it's prototype of what they like. Their, now, their prototype, can, too, which is important right. to stress because when people are wondering why they had Peyton Turner ranked so, high, so much higher than everyone else, look, maybe they're wrong. Of course they're capable of being wrong. So far, it doesn't look like they got it right with, with Marcus Davenport, for instance. But – the edge rusher is, is, you know, no two edge rushers are the same. And the Saints have never liked the 245-pound OLB slash DE, or sometimes not even the 260-pound mm-hmm. DE. They like big defensive ends who can hold up against the run, 
Uh, it's one of the reasons why they've had one of the best run defenses in the NFL over the last four years. So their DE board, their edge rusher board, is going to look different than a lot of other edge rusher boards. There's probably three or four guys that a lot of people had ranked higher than Peyton Turner that the Saints weren't even considering. So that that, that prototype thing does make a difference. Same thing at linebacker. I think a lot of people yes. would excite been excited by the Notre Dame linebacker who weighs, mm-hmm. I think, 219 pounds. The Saints have never liked linebackers who are linebackers slash safety. They like 240-pound linebackers, which is what they drafted in the second round. So, you know, disagree with it if you want, but it was very true to form. No doubt about it. Mike, and, and look, when you look at, at the at where they picked, look, 28's tough, man. I mean, that's tough to be able, again, yeah. to get, you know, the, sometimes players fall right in your lap and you could say, man, what a gem. Uh, we, we, you know, again, we outfoxed the draft because we ended up getting a quality player that we never thought would have fall to us. Ryan Ramshack is one of those Ramshack's guys when they got him. Example, yep. 32nd pick, right? In this case, again, a lot of people looked at, at, at Turner. They looked at a lot of the draft boards out there from scouting reports, et cetera, and they thought, okay, late second, early third, maybe a guy that was rising could have been a second-round pick. But for the Saints, they tried to go up. They tried to go up to get J.C. Horn and Sertan. They couldn't do it. The price was too high. And to me, I think it was their fallback pick. They felt if all failed and the corners weren't there, this is our guy. Your thoughts? Well, no doubt about it. And, and look, like I said, I, I never got a definitive number of where he was on the board, but Peyton's pretty honest about what the board looks like after the draft. And, and I think it was Fletcher Mackel asked him, you know, Mickey pointed out that a lot of teams will have these 25 to 40 guys in, in different orders. And, and Peyton says, I, I appreciate the question, but we didn't have this guy in the 25 to 40 range. Uh, we had him in a, in a much higher class than that, in a different category than that, he said. So this was a top 20 player on the Saints board, I'm sure. Um, and other, you know, it's great to say, well, why didn't they trade t- down 10 spots and get him? Well, what if somebody else took him at 28? I mean, sure. uh, it, you know, it's very, it, or 29, you know, it's, it's, it's not, you know, I think everybody would have liked the pick if he went 38. He went 28. That's, that's mm-hmm. not great. You know, it leaves a, you know, slightly bad taste in your mouth. But it's not like this guy was going to go in the third round. No, I would agree. There's no way. And, again, based on, you know, trying to negotiate a deal with, with some of these general managers who were up at the top of the draft in the first round and seeing the outrageous prices they wanted to be able to move up, I guess they also figured, look, we're not going to be able to get anything done with these guys in the second round either. So we better take the guy that we've pegged as our guy, as our fallback guy, if we can't get a, um, if we can't get a, um, a, a corner. And, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay uh, a Peyton Turner by yep. calling him a fallback guy. I'm just saying, you know, we saw this with Andres Pete right. a few years ago when they went for all the defensive tackles. The defensive tackles were off the board. And what did they do? They, bought, they, they picked a, a tackle. They ended up moving a guard that they really didn't need at that time, but ultimately a guy that came in and has been star- a starter for him ever since. Well, and, and when you talk about outrageous prices, it, it's, not like, it's not that all the trades we saw in round were outrageous trades, but if you are – Picking 28, and you're talking to the GM who has the ninth pick, and they're like, hey, how do you feel like going down 20 spots? Uh, then then you get an outrageous price in return. I mean, it all has to start with your expectations that, darn it, Carolina got J.C. Horn and the Saints got uh, you know Payne Turner. Well, Carolina was picking nine, uh, eighth, and the Saints were picking 28. That's a, that's a huge chasm. Um, and I, I assume you'd rather be a fan of the team that's uh, – it's picking 28 most years, even if, even if you don't get the draft darling. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. And look, here's the other thing. With, with again, the, 
this team in a little bit of flux at the quarterback position, uh, losing some quality depth on this team. Uh, they, they don't know what's going to happen next year. Look, they, they probably have the mindset they're going to be in contention for, for the division championship, for the conference championship, and the Super Bowl. But we don't know what the quarterback position is going to be, and you surely couldn't give up future number one picks not knowing, again, that you had a solid situation. If Breeze is here, maybe they take the move. Maybe they make the move and, and pay the extra draft picks to move up. But, again, I don't think you can do that in good conscience not knowing what you have at the quarterback position, basically two guys on one-year deals. No, you're right. Look, they're they're really stuck in a strange limbo right now. They are still behaving as an all-in team. They did not trade Marshawn Lattimore or Marcus Williams or Ryan Ramchek or Teron Armstead or Michael Thomas or Alvin Kamara, Cam Jordan or Demario Davis. They're they're still paying all their high-end, top-end, top-dollar guys, um, and, and the, the cuts they made to get under the cap were the second-tier guys and. Uh, they tried to trade up into the top ten to get one more piece. This is a team that is, is still playing as if they're all in. Now, we appreciate that a little more, like you said, when it, when it was the end of Breeze's career and it always felt like just get one more while you still got Breeze and, and while you still got this core together. But they still see themselves a, as a top contending team. I think that gets difficult, though. You know, they, they whittled away at the roster this year. You don't know how much longer Kim Jordan and DeMario Davis and Tron Armstead are going to be playing at an all-pro level, uh, how much longer you're going to be able to afford all these guys. So even though they were willing to give up a future first-round pick and try to win the Super Bowl again this year, it, you know, it's not a bad consolation prize to still have every pick in next year's draft because they are going to have to rebuild this base soon. Yep, no doubt. Peyton Turner, plug-and-play in your mind? Um. Yes and no. I mean, I don't think plug-and-play uh, 90% of the snaps starter, but that's not what they do on the defensive line. They like sure. to rotate a lot of bodies on the defensive line. I mean, they just lost Trey Hendrickson, who he was only playing about 65% of the snaps, but obviously made a huge impact in that role. I would expect, you know, Davenport to be the guy who's playing when healthy, the, you know, 65 70% of the snaps, and maybe, you know, Peyton Turner comes in and plays. 55, 60% mm-hmm. of the snaps, but, um, you know, that's what they like to have at that position. I mean, look at, look at the rotation they've had with, you know, David Onyemata plays about 50, yes. 65% of the snaps, and he's one of the most impactful players on their defense. Mike Tribble to ESPN is our guest. Mike, Pete Werner, well, with the 60th pick in the draft, their second-round pick, linebacker at Ohio State. Obviously, again, they like Ohio State players. Everything yeah. that I've read, everything that I've heard, the only knock on him is – uh, people are concerned about his, his athleticism in space, his ability to be able to cover the tight end and the running back. Uh, uh, what, as you've looked at this guy, as you've scouted him now, you've gotten a chance to be able to get to know him, what are your thoughts? Is that a, is that a concern? Well, I don't know that I would use the word concern necessarily, but it's not like a, a supreme strength of his. But like I said, their prototype is they want a 240-pound linebacker who is going to hold up against the run and be a true linebacker who also has the ability to cover. You know, the best coverage linebackers in the draft, like Owusu Koromoa, are almost a safety first linebacker second. Um, but, you know, it's probably not going to be his greatest strength. He's probably not going to go one-on-one against Christian McCaffrey. But I think he has enough athleticism, and it's one of the things they liked about him, to be able to go mm-hmm. sideline to sideline and to hold up against tight ends. I actually think he had pretty good numbers in coverage against tight ends, even though he wasn't in coverage a ton at Ohio State. Right. 
How about Paulson Adebo? Again, the, the need at cornerback is, is, is almost at a desperation mode, especially with the possibility of Lattimore maybe losing a couple games, one or two games because of suspension. Uh, is he a plug-and-play player in your mind? Now, I still believe they're going to go after a, a, a veteran corner, but uh, talk about him because, look, I think that maybe if he plays uh, uh, last year and doesn't opt out, maybe he has a chance to be able to move himself up the draft board. And this might have yeah. been one that worked out for the Saints because he opted out. Yeah, they're projecting a little bit here. I mean, he has plug-and-play upside. I, I, I you know, I, I don't think you can write his name in ink by any stretch of the imagination. But, but you know, he showed inconsistency. He was actually probably better in 18 than 19. Um, but, yeah, he has that size, that length. He has some big-time plays on his tape, uh, some experience against big-time receivers that – he has that upside. He is just not a sure thing. But but you're absolutely right that if he had played last year and lived up to his potential, we might have been talking about a top 40 pick in this year's draft. Mm-hmm. Which, again, again could, could be in the Saints' favor if he's healthy. And, again, he continues to be able to grow as a player. Um, Ian Book, your thoughts on the quarterback for Notre Dame? I like him. I, I totally understand you know, Mel, I, I, was, I wrote a big story about him tomorrow that, uh, that you should check out. But, uh, you know, Mel Kuyper said he thinks he has his ceiling is as an NFL backup, and he thought he should have been a seventh rounder. And I get it. But the funny thing to me about Ian Book is that, you know, everything you read about his expectations for the NFL are very similar to what his expectations were when he went to Notre Dame. You know, he was only a three-star recruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, everybody always wanted to replace him at Notre Dame, obviously, where where they want to have Heisman Trophy winners playing quarterback and win national championships every year. But all he did was just keep churning out victories and, and ended up with the most wins in Notre Dame history with 30 wins, in, you know, over three years as a starter. And he, you know, I mean, I don't want to use too many cliches, but whether you want to say scrappy or whether you want to say competitive or, you know, gutsy or whatever, some of his plays are so much fun to watch. I mean, and one real strength of his is, you know, every time the pocket broke down and he had to scramble, he could run or throw on the run. Um, so, you know, I don't know exactly what the mentality of the Notre Dame fan base was, but he feels like the kind of guy that you're going to root for every time he's on the field, mm-hmm. if he gets on the field. Uh, and I imagine he'll probably have some, like, highlights in the second half of a, one or two preseason games that people love. <laughs> Yep, no doubt. And, and then they start calling for him, no doubt. Uh, Trevor Simeon's on this team. Is he the third-string quarterback, or is it going to be Ian Book in your mind? Well, Ian Book's going to be on the 53-man roster, so uh, you'd have to carry four quarterbacks to, to give Trevor Simeon a, a spot. But that position is important enough that if they see something in Simeon to where maybe he could be the, you know, the full-time backup, uh, you know, next year when both Winston and Hill are quarterbacks, uh, are, are free agents, you know, they're not going to just want to give up on Simeon because they do like him. He has won a lot of games in this league, surprisingly. Uh, but, he, you know, he's of the four, he's, he's the longest shot to make the roster, obviously. Landon Turner was their sixth-round pick, uh, 6'6", 3'10", all-SEC tackle out of Kentucky. He could play both sides of, of, of um, both tackle positions. There have been some talk that maybe he could also play the guard position. What were your thoughts on this pick? Well, you already confused him with Landon Turner, the former North Carolina guard. <laughs> I, made, I made the same <laughs> yeah. joke. Uh, Landon Young, right? Um, Landon Young, yeah. But, Did I say uh, Turner? But, but – but, uh, yeah, well, easy mistake to make. They used to have a big Landon Turner here, and, and mm-hmm. the first round pick was named Turner. But, uh, 
But look, the fact that they moved up to get him um, shows some conviction. Uh, he wasn't just an afterthought pick or an undrafted rookie pickup. Obviously, Zach Street comes immediately to mind mm-hmm. uh, when you read a, you know, about a guy who played left tackle at a high level in a big-time conference for a long time, and you see his size and shape. So I cannot say he's going to be the next Zach Streep and, and be a starter for six years in the NFL and play for 10-plus years in the NFL. Uh, but that's certainly the, uh, the upside and that you would hope for. I mean, the, the experience is hard to argue with. Well, and look, look who we played against. I mean, again, yeah. matching up every Saturday against one of some of the best uh, defensive linemen in all the country. Uh, you know, and when he's playing SEC competition. So, again, he's battle-tested. Yeah. That's one thing you can definitely say. Yeah, yeah at left tackle, too, for three years there. Um, yeah. Uh, so he obviously projects as more of a right tackle or a guard in the NFL. But, uh, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he becomes that, you know, that, that sixth offensive lineman who's active on every game day and, and can swing around to different positions. Your thoughts on Kawan Baker, the wide receiver out of South Alabama? Finally, a receiver. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Up until that point, the Saints are the only team in the NFL who had not drafted a receiver in, in the last three drafts. And, That's amazing. Look, I think that might be the biggest disappointment of, uh, uh, you know, of this entire draft is, is there were so many dynamic playmakers at the receiver position. Not, and not everyone agreed that it was their number one need, but I think everybody thought it was their number two or three or four need. Mm-hmm. And it would have been so easy to take somebody at 60 or 76 that just got everyone super excited with, you know, with, with just highlight real film because there's so many of those receivers out there. But they did get a piece of this draft class. And, and look, that's a position where you probably have the best chance to pan out as a seventh rounder of any other position because it was so deep that everybody probably slid down the board a little bit. So mm-hmm. any receiver you can get in this, uh, in this loaded class has a chance. But obviously we're talking about the 255, 255th pick. It, yeah. you know, the expectations are similar to that of an undrafted receiver, although undrafted receivers have done very well here. Yep, absolutely. No doubt. Long list of, of successful undrafted uh, free agents that have, that have come in or, again, late-round picks that have come in and played. Any of the undrafted free agents that they've signed thus far caught your eye? Well, they paid a good bit for the uh, the defensive tackle. Is it uh, is it Thoreau? I'm I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head. I haven't I haven't studied him closely yet. But uh, that that struck me as as the top need position that they didn't address yeah. in the draft. And then the fact that they very aggressively paid about as much guaranteed money to him as I can ever remember them. Paying Josiah for, Bronson, uh, right? Undrafted rookie. What's that? Was that Josiah Bronson? 140,000 yeah, get fully guaranteed. Bronson, yeah. 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 Um, uh, so, you know, that, he stands out to me for that reason. He'll be the guy that I would, I would put a bet on to make the roster because of both the investment and the need at that position. Mm-hmm. But, but other than that, um, nobody that I would say specifically because I've studied them on tape or, or know their background that, I, that I'm really high on. Mike, just a couple minutes left. What's next? Are they going to go out and get a veteran corner, a veteran, a veteran linebacker to, to, again, compete in training camp uh, uh, for those starting positions? Uh, if that happens, do you anticipate a, a long-term deal getting done with either uh, Ramshack, Lattimore, or Williams to open up cap room? Because they've utilized almost every single player on this roster in Ooh. terms of trying to squeeze in cap room out. There's just not much left. Uh, how, how do they proceed? That's the problem, Eric, is, is – People looking at the Saints from the outside in for years have, have said, oh, they don't have any cap space. But we've always known, oh, they have so many ways to create cap space. You're not, you haven't paid attention to the Saints. 
they have used up just about every way to get every dollar off the cap. I mean, they yes. only have two options now, and one is to extend Lattimore or Ramchek or or uh, Marcus Williams or Armstead and 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 you know come up with a real long term extension with one of those guys, or to cut a player or trade a player, uh, whether that's Patrick Robinson or Latavius Murray or you know. I don't see any of those guys as expendable right now based on what's going on at the position. So uh, I think they could find a way to scratch out a, a $5 million contract for a player, and I think cornerback would be the most likely position. Maybe wide receiver would be the second most likely position. Maybe there are guys who are just going to have to grin it and bear it and settle for that veteran minimum contract this year because they got squeezed out by the lower cap around the league. Uh, but I don't see – any huge splash moves. Obviously, we're going to keep monitoring Richard Sherman because uh, he'd be mm-hmm. such a good fit with his old position coach, Chris Richard. Um, uh, but, you know, there's there's very few guys that can really be the splash move. I, I, I don't see an opportunity to do, you know, that last-minute signing with Genevieve and Clowney that they pursued last year. Right. How about Quan Alexander? Final question for you. A lot of people think yeah, that, again, sure. he's – for sure. I, mean, um, I think he's got a did. shot. They did, you know, drafting Pete Werner makes me think that's slightly less of a need because you got to remember they only play two linebackers at a time right. in the NFL, sure. um, or the Saints definitely do. I mean, their third linebacker position plays maybe 100 snaps a year, and, you know, that's Zach Vaughn. So, uh, you know, re-signing Quan Alexander is taking Pete Werner and Zach Vaughn off the field, Um so it, it 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 doesn't feel like the number one most immediate priority, but he was such a good fit here, and uh, if he liked the fit too, uh, I wouldn't rule that out at all. Mike, what you got coming up for us on ESPN, and how folks can follow you on social media? Yeah, like I said, I did uh, did a big feature story on Ian Book that's that's going to be on ESPN.com tomorrow, where I talked to his dad and a lot of his former coaches about his makeup, um, and then uh, got something coming next week about. One of the undrafted rookies uh, has a cool backstory, and, um, uh, you know, the schedule comes out next week, so you know we'll be dissecting that. And you can follow me on social media at Mike Triple. Mike, thanks for the time, as always. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, And uh, looking forward to our next conversation, bud. Thanks a lot, Eric. Mike Triplett, ESPN. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. Look, I've been saying this all week long because it's true. It's time to begin to get an insurance checkup. For what? Well, hurricane season's right around the corner. Uh, you got to make sure you got sufficient coverage for the upcoming hurricane season. Flood, your your home, your your, your home's insurance, your business insurance. Got to make sure it's taken care of. Uh, at Damien Insurance, they search f- over 50 companies uh, to be able to get the best price uh, for your insurance needs. Uh, and of course, again, availability, making sure they're there to answer your answer your call when you need them. Uh, go to d a v e m i l o e t i n s agency dot com to find out all the th- all you need to know about Dave Miet Insurance, or you give call a call to Dave directly five zero four five five six zero eight zero nine. You can set up a uh, meeting in his office on Veterans Next to Shogun. Uh, looking for an insurance agent's got your back. Somebody's going to get you the best bang for your buck when it comes to insurance. It's Dave Miet Insurance again. D a v e m i l o e t i n s agency dot com. We'll be right back. 
Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok FM. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. So we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Perry's Sports Bar and Grill, located at 5252 Veterans Boulevard, offers amazing lunch specials starting at $6, seven days a week. But it doesn't stop there. Perry's offers a full menu until the late night, or should we say the early morning hours. Enjoy catching your favorite sports teams on over 20 big screen TVs. Featuring NBA, MLB, NFL sports packages, happy hour 11 to 6, Monday through Friday. Come visit us at Perry's Sports Bar and Grill. Paid for by DebtBlue. If you have more than $10,000 of credit card debt and are struggling to make your payments during this pandemic, this message could make your life much easier. The government stimulus money won't be enough to really help those who are struggling and have credit card debt. But now, there's a special program available right now that allows you to settle your credit card debt for a fraction of what you owe. That's right. You can qualify for a program that literally wipes out a large portion of what you owe. Just call 800-469-0167 now to see how much credit card relief you qualify for. Call 800-469-0167 and we can absolutely 
settle your credit card debt for far less than you ever thought possible, putting more cash in your pocket. With global markets in turmoil from the virus, banks are willing to settle for a fraction of what you owe. Call 800-469-0167 now and virtually eliminate your credit card debt faster than you ever imagined possible. This program is so good, we'll even guarantee your success. Call 800-469-0167 to see if you qualify for free. Call 800-469-0167. That's 800-469-0167. All right, folks. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, generator sales and service in the market for a generator. Burkhardt has generators for you, financing available generators. Come out to your home, do a consultation with you, uh, your home or your business. Find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator to power up your home when the electricity goes out. They'll do a single-day install. If you have a generator and utilize that generator over 100 hours, you need to get it serviced by a professional. Why not let Burkhardt do that for you? And remember, they have 24-7, 365 emergency service. All the parts you need for your generator stocked at their warehouse in Mandeville. They got you covered for generator sales and service. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conte Bourbon, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villain Veterans and Mentoring, also um, Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, and Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street, all part of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. All 100% occupancy, indoors, outdoors. Come get a great meal at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All right, hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming up. Will Gillery of The Athletic will join us, followed by Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. I'm Eric Asher. Don't move. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, PICU, New Orleans. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. After such an extraordinary year, it's time to celebrate the most extraordinary member of the family, Mom. Diamonds Direct invites you to join us as we say cheers to the mothers in our lives. For this Mother's Day, we've put together an exceptional collection of affordable and meaningful gifts for any budget. Birthstone rings, stackable rings, eternity bands, pearls, elegant diamond pendants, and of course, stunning diamond earrings. So cheers to you, Mom, for being such an incredible partner, for learning to be a teacher in the past year, for keeping the family healthy and safe, for always putting everything else first. This year, more than ever, she deserves a gift that's anything but ordinary and at diamonds direct that's our specialty timeless gifts of jewelry that she can enjoy and cherish for decades to come why not surprise her with a bigger diamond for her ring come let the experts at diamonds direct help you find that remarkable gift that says cheers mom for all your remarkable efforts over the last year diamonds direct on severn avenue across from lakeside mall
he's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher. And Inside New Orleans. <laughs> inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Each and every weekday, 4 to 6, we got you covered. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1. Also, the podcast available on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, but we're everywhere. Search Inside New Orleans Radio Show with Eric Asher. You'll find that. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook. Inside New Orleans Show on Twitter. Uh, today on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Juan Kincaid joined me on the program. If you missed us at Thursday at 1 with live streaming on the YouTube, uh, WLE-TV YouTube page and also live on WLAE-TV. Uh, we're just an hour, a little less than an hour away from the first rebroadcast. 6 p.m. On, 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV. 10 p.m. on The Deuce tonight. Tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, and then 5 p.m. on Saturday afternoon uh, on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, we'll have that up on our social media platforms this afternoon for you, always at ericasher.com and always on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Again, thank you to Mike Triplett for joining us on the program this hour. You're just a couple minutes away from Will Gilry of The Athletic, and we finish up with Glenn Gilbo of USA Today. Uh, I want to remind everybody, it's Mother's Day weekend. So, again, if you're going to get out and enjoy a great meal with your mom, think the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villa and Veterans in Metairie. Also, again, Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. And, of course, if you love uh, uh, lo uh, great picture windows overlooking Bourbon Street, fantastic uh, uh, courtyard to be able to dine in. Uh, also, again, night nighttime. Uh, the courtyards that are in the Oceana family restaurant are beautiful during the day. But, I mean, at night, they are just romantic, spectacular, just to, just to dine in. We'll have a few cocktails. Uh, at Old New Orleans Cookery, they got you covered. 205 Bourbon Street, uh, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. They're open late. 
Uh, you can sit down and start off with an extraordinary cocktail and then dive into some great Cajun Creole cuisine. Uh, they've got, as I mentioned, a beautiful courtyard. They've got dining rooms on, on three different floors. Uh, you can enjoy two Bourbon Street balconies with the adjoining private rooms to dine in, have your next event. A lot of folks getting events together now. Uh, think about Old New Orleans cookery for your next event with those Bourbon Street balconies. And, of course, the perfect, the perfect time to bring the family out for a great meal like Mother's Day or maybe date night. Or again, just hanging out with a bunch of friends. Uh, if you want to find out more, you go to dolacookery.com. Uh, you can check out the menu there. Also, you can check out uh, online delivery as well. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program now from the Athletic, New Orleans' own Will Guillory. Will, how you doing? How are you? Doing great, Will. Thanks for the time. I'm doing fantastic, my man. I appreciate it. What a beautiful day here in New Orleans, huh? Yes, indeed, man. It's gorgeous outside. It really is. Too bad I'm stuck inside, but I'll get out to it before the sun goes down, no doubt about it. With that said, man, look, I gave the Pelicans a post-mortem after the, first, after the loss to the Golden State Warriors. And then they rebound with, again, great intensity and play a really good game and beat them in the back-to-back. They are alive, okay? They're a game and a half out uh, of, of, uh, of the 10th spot behind San Antonio, who's struggling right now. Uh, the Pelicans would probably have to win the, all six of their last, you know, all six of the final games that they have, which would put them at 500, which I think if everybody, you ask anybody a question, so, uh, the Pelicans are going to finish 500 this year. I think everybody would have taken that in a second, okay? But, uh, but, again, every one of those teams are in the playoffs. There are five of those teams on the road, and you finish against the Los Angeles Lakers in the Smoothie King Center. Uh, the chance of making the playoffs, I think, are slim. Uh, and, again, I gave them the postmortem already, but they're still alive. Uh, give me your thoughts on, on, again, what you've seen thus far over the last couple weeks. And uh, what are your feelings on the possibility of, again, sneaking into the 10th spot? Yeah, I mean, you said you gave them a postmortem after the, the loss to the, the Warriors. I gave them a postmortem after the loss in the Garden. <laughs> 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 that was done a long time ago. And, man, this, this this team, just no matter what, every time you think they're down, they find a way to bounce back with a good game. Lonzo comes back with a 30-point game. Zion goes crazy against somebody. It's just something about this team, man. They they always find a way to slip up, but after they slip up, they they, they, they manage to get up, and, you know, they pick themselves up. And, obviously, they've gotten a whole lot of help from the Spurs just kind of falling apart, you know, the past couple of weeks. And they've got an extremely tough schedule coming up. But, yeah, man, I mean, they, they've got a chance for sure. A game and a half back, you know, with five left. Uh, but you mentioned it. I mean, the schedule coming ahead is really tough. And, you know, the possibility of Brandon Ingram being out, you know, raises the difficulty even more. Yes. So we'll see what they have in them. But one thing's for sure is that we don't know what's coming because this, this team is unpredictable, if, if nothing else. So if you say they lose the rest of them or they win the rest of them, I'll probably believe you because who knows what yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt. You know, I was, I was talking to a friend, and I mentioned it on the TV show today. Um, when, when I just look at the team as a whole, and, and my expectations were they were going to make the playoffs this year. I, I thought that, that, again, the roster was good enough to make the playoffs, especially with Zion, again, playing almost, uh, you know, 82 games. And, look, he's played almost a full season here. Injuries have not really been an issue with Zion this year. Um, You've had a situation where Brandon Ingram has now kind of had to adjust to be a Robin to a Batman. Last year, he was Batman. He carried this team. Now, again, you've got Zion. He's, he's the Batman. Uh, he's got to be able to adjust there as a Robin. I love what the young players have done. I mean, you look down the line. Lonzo Ball's gotten better this year. Jackson Hayes is getting better. Kyra Lewis and his short stint has gotten better. Um, you can go right down the line, uh, you know, on, on – um, 
Uh, you know, uh, so, some of the other young players. Najee Marshall's been a, been a fine for this team. My frustration is with the veterans. I got to be honest with you. Eric Bledsoe. Uh, J.J. Redick before he was shipped off. Nico Melli never fit into this this system. I like Steven Adams a lot, but I kind of expected more from Steven Adams uh, you know, than, than maybe what they're getting right now. That's no knock against Steven Adams because, look, he gives everything he's got. Uh, but my, my issue, if anything, would have been with, with the veterans. The veterans let this team down this year. You cover this team. You're around this team every single you're, – you're, you're, uh, you're watching every single game like me. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I think, you know, if anything, my biggest complaint about Stan Van Gundy this year is that he's been, you know, too patient with the veterans. And I wish he would have, you know, kind of leaned into the young guys even more. I've been screaming that since the beginning of the season with guys like Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Jackson Hayes. It feels like they always give you a really good spark, but their time is limited because Eric Bledsoe is always coming back around or Stevens always coming back around. And, you know, we've kind of gone up and down as far as the Steven Adams sit next to Zion I feel like the way Steven, oh, not, I'm sorry, not Steven, the way Zion's playing right now, I feel like Steven's not as good of a fit because I think we've seen with guys like Jackson Hayes and Billy Hernan Gomez, it's probably better to have a big that's a little bit more mobile on that baseline. The guy that's yes. more willing to kind of move around in that dunker spot. And we know Steven, he's just a big body. He's going to plant himself under that basket. And he's going to get offensive rebounds, but he's not going to be the guy that's bouncing around the way you need to uh, when Zion's kind of on attack mode. Uh, but I think you're exactly right, man. I think the young guys have done really well this season. Uh, it looks like Nikhil Alexander-Walker is going to be coming back really soon, and that's going to yes. be a big help. And I think the one excuse I would give this team with the, you know, uh, obviously they've been, it's been rough, you know, the past few weeks. I think they, it seemed like they were really starting to hit that stride. I go back to that win in Boston. Uh, what it, everybody kind of played well. B.I. hit those big shots at the end of the game, and that's when all the injuries hit. That's when Zion had his uh, thumb injury. Uh, B.I. had the toe. Nikhil Alexander-Walker went down with the ankle. Uh, Josh Hart went down with his thumb not too long after that, and that's when everything kind of spiraled out of control. I feel like if they could have stayed healthy during that stretch, especially not losing Naw and Josh Hart for long stretches the way they did, I feel like the season would have probably ended differently. But still, I mean, we've talked about it all year with this team, the inconsistency, the inability to finish after games, and that's probably what have caught up to them regardless of what happened with the injuries. But I feel like the injuries really hurt them at the, the worst time possible and kind of put them in this position. Do you think All right. Did we lose um did we lose Will? Okay, we lost me for a minute there. Yeah, okay. Good deal. Let, why don't we when we continue that. Let's not sign go to break. Let's continue. Sorry about that uh technical difficulty. Uh Will I, lo- I lost you uh for a moment there. Could you repeat what you said? I'm sorry. 
Oh, yeah. I don't think uh, the, the injuries just really hurt him at the worst time possible. You know, with Josh Hart going down and Nikhil going right. down when they did. I, I thought the Boston win in Boston was a really huge moment for this team. B.I. hit that big shot at the end over Tatum, and I think that's when all the injuries really hit. So I, I think the inconsistency, the inability to finish at the end of the games, I, I think that's something we talked about all season, and it probably would have come back to bite him anyway. But I feel like the injuries, you know, hitting them the way they did, I think that's a big reason why this team is where they are right now. And then I mentioned again, do you think the vision for David Griffin has changed now that Zion Williamson is a point, is a point forward instead of, again, a, just a, a plain post presence? Not necessarily, because I think this was the path they wanted to get to. Uh, I think Zion behind the scenes has kind of preached you know, over and over again. I mean, we've heard him repeat it, you know, a hundred times this season that he's been trained since a young kid to be a point guard. That's how he envisions himself playing in the league as a guy on the perimeter handling the ball. I mean, that's what we saw him doing at Duke. Uh, so I think they wanted to get there. It was just a matter of him getting that comfort uh, to be able to do that night in and night out. And frankly, just him getting in shape so he can do it. Cause that's a hard task, you know, to be able to do that you know, to play the way he's playing right now. I don't think his body was where it needs to be at the beginning of the season. And I think now, you know, he, he's obviously in amazing shape playing the best basketball of his short career. Uh, so I think they wanted to get there, but it was just a matter of getting him to that point. And now we see his confidence is through the roof. And I think what's really impressed me the most is just the, the mental approach he has for a young guy, the way he's reading defenses and understanding where these double teams are coming from and how teams are adjusting during the course of the game. I mean, that stuff, you know, it took years for Anthony Davis to get there. And I feel mm -hmm. like Lions there right now, you know, 80-something games into his career. Let's talk about, again, uh, what's coming up in the offseason. First of all, how difficult do you think it's going to be to trade Eric Bledsoe? I think it's going to be really difficult. I mean, you know, once you start throwing around picks, you know, teams like Oklahoma City, you know, clubs like that are probably going to line up. But I think – your options are going to be limited, and I think that's going to give more leverage to a team like Oklahoma City or whoever else jumps in and decides to take the picks. But I think the fortunate thing for the Pels is they got a whole lot of picks to offer. <laughs> so, you know, if they right. want to get rid of them bad enough, they got they got enough to get rid of them. It's just a matter of how much are you willing to give up out of that treasure trove because we know as much as they want to talk about this young core and building things up, they got all of those picks in the AD and Drew trade because they're going to make a big move at some point. They're going to go after one of these big stars, and they know uh, from the past of what we've seen these past couple of years, the best way to go after one of these guys is by stacking up three, four picks. Yep. Uh, and, and they've got them, but it's just a matter of, you know, how much are you willing to give up and still have those picks available when you go after a Bradley Beal or whoever mm -hmm. the next guy is that becomes available. I think we both agree that you need a more athletic center next to um, Zion Williamson. And, and, again, maybe the thought process now with Steven Adams is he's not the perfect fit that, that maybe there was thought to be in the beginning of the season. Look, he's a culture-driving veteran. There's no doubt about, again, what he's done there. Uh, but do you anticipate him being with this team next season? I, I think they'll probably give it one more shot. Uh, I think Steven Adams is probably one of the guys who has been hurt the most uh, by just the format of the schedule. You know, the, the, the rapid pace of these games coming back to back to back, I feel like it's been really tough on his body, and we've, we've seen agree. him kind of fade as the course of the season has gone along. I think during a normal season where he gets a few more off days, maybe he'll, he would have been, you know, a little bit better shape. But, I mean, you saw him in that last game. It, it was like at least two or three times during the course of that game I thought he was going to go out before he eventually did. I mean, he's trying to fight through that toe injury, but you can tell it's holding him back, and he's trying to fight through it. And it's tough 
to see guys kind of going through that. Uh, so I think they're going to try to give him one more try. Like you said, I think they really think highly of what he brings to the locker room as a guy who's been on a ton of winning teams. You know, everybody loves Steven Adams, the personality. Uh, so I think they'll give it one more shot. Uh, but, you know, if somebody comes calling and offers and sends them the right offer, I wouldn't be surprised if they explore it. Najee Marshall got uh, got re-signed today. Uh, again, a three-year deal. Uh, next year is fully guaranteed, about $5.3 million. Uh, I, I can't see this team going forward without Josh Hart. Do you anticipate him being back? Uh, I 100% agree with you. I, I think he's an essential part of this team. And, you know, that was one of the last guys they could afford to lose, man, during their stretch because he brings yes. so much of what they need, you know, toughness, uh, ability to score in transition, defensive versatility. Uh, guy, his three-point percentage isn't that high, but he's still a volume shooter. He's not a guy that you're going to leave out there wide open. He's going to put him up, even though he might not make him at a rate uh, like a Nikhil Alexander-Walker was when he got hot. Uh, but Josh Hart is a guy that's a threat out there, and losing him I think has been really tough. Uh, and he kind of embodies everything they want, you know, within this culture, a guy that's yes. selfless, tough, willing to take on any assignment. So, yeah, I would be shocked if he's not back in the Pelicans uniform this year. And I know he's dying to get out there, you know, before the end of the season, but I think it's going to be tough, you know, coming back from mm-hmm. that surgery. And the big one is Lonzo Ball. I mean, they had a chance to trade him at the trading deadline. They didn't do that. Their backs are kind of against the wall now uh, because, again, they, they get right of first refusal. But there seem to be some suitors out there for Lonzo Ball. Do you think he's back with his team? Yeah, you know, I've been a pro Alonzo guy, you know, from day one. You know, sure. people have kind of gone through the Alonzo roller coaster all season. He has the one game where he's 0 for 8 and everybody hates him, and then he has the game where he's 8 for 14 and everybody loves him. I think that's just, you know, the the the, the Alonzo, you know, game right now that you kind of have to go through. But, you know, I've been adamant, you know, about the Alonzo-Zion uh, chemistry. I feel like that's something that's really crucial for this team. And I don't think it was a coincidence that you saw Zion on the – uh, the Lonzo kind of train after that big game against Golden State, kind of telling everybody, hey, Lonzo texted me. He told me he was going to do this. I'm super happy that guy's my teammate. Uh, you know, we know Zion. He doesn't come out and just open up the way he did, you know, sure. in that moment after the Golden State game. So I think uh, that wasn't surprising to see him do that. And, again, I think when you play with uh, Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram, you need guys who are going to hit knock down uh, three-point shots. And Lonzo's the best guy at that on this team. I think he's a senator. You can say he's one of the best three-point shooters in the league at this point, even though he's had this inconsistent moments of when you look at the volume of threes he's putting up and the percentage he's right up there with just about anybody in the league you know mm-hmm. not named Steph or Joe Harris uh, yeah. so I, I think he's going to be a, a crucial part of this team going forward and I think he's going to keep getting better like you said he's a guy that lives in the gym once we get to a normal schedule where he can kind of go to whatever gym he wants to on the road I think we're going to continue to see him improve and I think that that trio of Zion, Brandon Negram, Lonzo, uh, kind of the, their relationship, I, I think is going to tell you a lot about where this franchise moves forward. And I think it will be smart for them to invest in that and allow those guys to grow together. We'll always appreciate the time, my friend. Tell the folks about The Athletic, how they can subscribe, what you got coming up for us in The Athletic, and how folks can follow you on social media. Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at Will Guillory. Uh, that's G-U-I-L-L-O-R-Y. And you can find all my work at theathletic.com, man. We're ramping up uh, for this play-in run. You know, it's going to be an incredible end of the season. You know, I know that there's been a lot of complaints about the play-in from certain teams, uh, usually a team that's right there around the seventh seed. Yep. <laughs> but I think it's an exciting time for all of us, you know, who cover the NBA. And it's good to see so much of the NBA playing games that mean something at this time of the schedule. So, yeah, I'm just looking forward to see how this season ends. 
and what happens with this team if I'm getting ready for the plan or if I'm getting ready for the lottery. Where about there you go. Always appreciate it, my friend. That's Will Guillory of The Athletic. We'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. All right, that's Will Grillery. Hey, um, don't forget about Burkhart. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning or heating system, think Burkhart. Don't sign the contract with anybody else. Do you at least have them give you a price? Let them come out, give you a price. You'll find out what I've been talking about now, again, uh, uh, for, for such a long time. And, of course, what I've known for over 30 years when it comes to Burkhart. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Ask about financing as well. And, of course, ask about, again, some of the top brands that they, that they are offering, including Amana, that has a lifetime unit replacement warranty on air conditioning and heat pumps. Features the most comprehensive limited warranty coverage on the market. If you're looking for a new system, Burkhardt has you covered. Again, service after the sale as well. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Just what 2021 needs, a bank account booster. $25,000 would do the trick, right? The $25,000 Workday Payday is on 1061 Nash Icon. Winners grab a quick 100 bucks and qualify for the $25,000 National Grand Prize. Get the national code word every hour from 8 to 5 weekdays. The $25,000 Workday Payday is on New Orleans Country. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Macy's. Check out Macy's Backstage today for great deals on Mother's Day gifts she'll love, like beauty essentials just $9.99 and under, plus jewelry, fun accessories, and more ideas for her special day, $29.99 and under. Get low prices on fab finds at Macy's Backstage. Off price, on trend, arriving daily. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305-4792. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. 
Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill. Also, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old Orleans Cookery, and Mambo's. Three floors of the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Uh, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Incredible cocktails. I'm just telling you, the mixologists at the, at the Oceana family of restaurants are top-notch, second to none. Uh, great selection of, uh, of uh, spirits and, of course, a fantastic uh, beer selection for you as well. You can dine in their authentic French Quarter Courtyard. They've got a Bourbon Street balcony you can dine on. Every single floor, all three floors, has their, has their own individual bar and seating arrangements. And then you can come and experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. That's right, the only rooftop bar on Bourbon Street right there. You can dine or, again, have a few cocktails up there. Perfect night time to be able to get out with family, friends, uh, maybe a romantic getaway, or your next event, or just a delicious meal with, with your family. They serve lunch and dinner seven days a week. They are open late. Uh, great place to bring uh, mom for, for Mother's Day as well. Uh, you can order online at mambonola.com. You can check out the full menu there. And, of course, when you're done, you can walk right next door to the Hideout Bar. That's right, the Hideout Bar right next door. They got great food, drinks. They got live music and an authentic French Quarter courtyard. Make it a night out uh, over at Mambo's and right next door at the Hideout Bar. Uh, make your next memory at Mambo's. Again, Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. You got to check it out. All right, uh, I want to thank uh, Will Guillory for joining us on the program. Uh, now we turn our attention to the New Orleans Saints and the LSU Tigers. Uh, he writes, uh, the gentleman that's joining us next, uh, writes for both of the writes for USA Today Network and covering both of those teams, none other than our good friend Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network. Glenn, how you doing, bud? Good afternoon, Eric. How are you? Doing great. Glenn, uh, before we get, I want to get into LSU first, but I, I got I to gotta throw this out here. Richard Sermon was on first take this morning, and he said that if he was to go to the Saints, it would be a hand-in-glove fit. He says, uh, I don't think that the, that they have the need that the people think they do. Uh, mentioning, again, the third-round pick of Debo from, again, his alma mater, Stanford. But uh, at the same time, he seems to be, be a fit, uh, a, 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 what is it, a, a hand-in-glove type fit there. What are your thoughts? Well, I think he'd be great. I mean, uh, even if he's, if he's right in, in, in that they don't need him that much, they're they're good at the position. I mean, he would still be great playing in, in some type of rotation or uh, or playing a lot or just as a uh, you know as, as a coach while while he's playing. I mean, that that type of veteran, I think it'd be awesome. You know, and you and you, you really can't have too many defensive backs. I mean, the way I see it, you know, and. Even even without injury, just just with rotation and, and showing the offense uh, different looks, and uh, particularly when they get used to a guy on on film, and if you have depth there, I mean, I think that'd be great. We're gonna get back to the Saints after our break, uh, but uh, William Take the Fourth has been named the uh, president of LSU uh, the LSU system. He is the first black president in in the history of the school. Uh, just uh, again, I know you're in, you, you, you're aware of that. Just your thoughts. Yeah, I was just watching the uh, the, the video. We have our capital reporter and our education reporter uh, did the story at theadvertiser.com, and I mean he he looks very impressive and and 
well spoken from from just just what I've heard, and and uh, I think it's great. I mean, the main the best thing about him, I think, is that he's an outsider. LSU needs an outsider now mm-hmm. more than ever because they got too many inside jobs going on at LSU, and that and that's that's their history. And and uh, you know, you, you need a mix too. I mean, Scott Woodward was from A&M, and he was at Washington mm-hmm. before that. But he is so entrenched into the LSU, quote-unquote, mafia, if you will, that uh, it's like he never left. And and he's, he's talented. He's, he's, he's great. But it's, it's healthier to have that outside and inside uh, in, in leadership at a school. So I, so I think, I think they look, they're looking pretty strong right now with, with Tate and with Woodward, and obviously they have a lot to uh, – clean up with the uh, sexual misconduct misconduct controversies and uh, Hush Blackwell, and he was already talking about that early mm-hmm. in his press conference. And, of course, uh, again, the, the – uh, the signing of Kim Mulkey also is 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 a is a big time hire for this uh, for this whole university. I mean, not just the women's program. I think it's I think it's a, a big hire when you talk about just the university as a whole, especially with all the situations that the situation they're dealing with with the Title IX violations uh, and, and and all the sexual harassment, sexual assault violations that have been uh, uh, targeted toward the university. Well, one of the reasons Scott Woodward was such a uh slam dunk hire when he got the job two years ago was his reputation as hiring big-time coaches away from from big-time schools. You know, Jimbo Fisher from from Florida State, and, that, and now he gets Kim Mulkey away from Baylor. I mean, Kim Mulkey is the, based on accomplishments coming in, she's the greatest coach they've ever hired, three national championships. Um, and, and, you know, they really needed some good news of any variety when they hired her. So, you know, and that, that's what Woodward's brought here to do. And uh, he, he made a great hire, and the ticket sales are already through the roof. And, uh, you know, women's basketball is not going to make money, but they can lose less money than they have been. And, and you really can't could have put a price tag on the goodwill that, that she's creating and the good news. Let's talk a little bit about football. T.J. Finley has entered the transfer portal. He wrote a letter to uh, or a, a correspondence via social media to the uh, LSU faithful in the university, thanking them. A kid that wanted to play at LSU his entire life, graduated from Ponchatoula, heck of a prospect, uh, played five games for the Tigers last year. Um, your, your thoughts on him transferring and, and what that does to the quarterback room? And then, man, it just feels like he's going to end up at another SEC school. Yeah, well, you know, I, I wrote during spring practice that, that he was probably going to be the one to transfer. Somebody had to transfer. I mean, they have they had four, you know, and and uh, and and three of them were pretty young, uh, freshmen and sophomore. So he was kind of odd man out because, um, you know, Miles Brennan was was older and had won the starting job last year. Max Johnson finished stronger than than any of them, and uh, from what I was told in spring practice, you know, Brennan and uh, Max Johnson were a little bit ahead of TJ, though it was really close, and who knows what would happen in in August. But um, I just I just saw this coming. I think um, you know TJ he, he showed some good some good signs with playing, but uh, it just didn't look as promising to me as Max. But I mean, you, you, it's a short sample for, for all of them. Nobody knows. And, and it's really too early in, in all of their careers except uh, Brennan. I mean, Finley could become a, a very good starter somewhere else in the uh, 
to the SEC. I mean, you, you don't know how these guys are going to be, but they just had too many quarter, quarterbacks. Somebody, yeah. somebody go. And um, no he's a great kid. He's a great kid. I mean, and he's he, he said on a radio show today, he said 25 schools reach out to him. So he's going to land somewhere good. <laughs> you know it. I mean, come on. So it's 6'6", rocket arm, pretty pretty good in terms of the accuracy. Uh, he's had a chance to play on the Division One level last year, five games. Uh, again, there's a, plenty of programs that could use a T.J. Finley. No, you know, the only thing nope. that I worry about, uh, and I talked about on the TV show today, is, okay, what happens if uh, there's a situation where Miles Brennan doesn't win the, uh, the job and ultimately he decides to move on with two years left of eligibility? And then all of a sudden you're, you're, you have a quarterback room that now is Garrett Nussmeyer and, and, and Johnson. Uh, you know, again, as, as we go through this with, again, the, the recruits that are coming down the line, the problem is now with, again, the ability to transfer without penalty and having to sit out a year, it's much easier to transfer, and you can go from rags from riches to rags in, in no time at all if kids just decide, you know what, I'm not sticking around to try to compete. I'm going to go elsewhere where I got a, where I got a shot or I, I got a starting job. Or somebody else has transferred to LSU. <laughs> so that that is a possibility, true, three. no doubt. And no question, they also, and they also got Walker Howard coming in next year. Five that's, that's what I mean. You got a plethora of quarterbacks coming in. Oh, and a guy yeah. named Arch Manning the year after that that they'll be vying for. Right, and, and I think Miles Brennan, I don't think he's going to transfer because he's, he's kind of too entrenched at, at LSU and, and he's right. kind of too close to, to the starting job, you know, because he, he'd be six to one half a dozen the other if, if he transferred. I mean, he, he might not have as good a chance somewhere else. And, and he's still unproven, even though he's been here three or four years. still unproven. He only played three games last year, and he can't run like Johnson can. Um so I, I think he's going to stay. I, I think you're going to have those three through this season, and then next season something else uh, might happen uh, because Nussmeyer looked good in spots this spring, and then you got Walker Howard coming in. And, uh, and you know, Max Johnson is, is the most versatile of all the quarterbacks ahead because he's the, he's the best runner. Uh, and, and uh, you know, that that's what kind of gave him the edge or gives him the edge, I, I believe, over Brennan hand over TJ. Uh, LSU in a big series against Auburn this weekend. They're in 11th place uh, in, in the SEC. They've got to win some series to, to, to again, get maybe get the eye of the, of the, uh, of the NCAA. Uh, and, and possibly, again, they're not going to post a regional, but to get into a regional. What are your thoughts about this weekend against Auburn? Well, it's amazing. Six of the first seven SEC schools they played were in the top ten. And right. three of them were the uh, were in the top two. You know, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt was ranked two, Mississippi State was two, and Arkansas was number one. So, and now they play two teams over the next three weeks that are below them in the standings: Auburn and Texas A&M. And then they go; uh, they have Alabama too, which is ahead of them by four games in the standings. So, you know, a little more level playing field. They got a chance to uh, to make up some ground and and and. And possibly finish, uh, you know, twelve and eighteen in the SEC or thirteen and seventeen. Um, and uh, they play Louisiana Tech, which is ranked and has a twenty RPI. So that would be a quality win. So they have a chance to be right there on the bubble going into Hoover. And they also have the their RPI is twenty three, and the rest of the top twenty five RPI are all above five hundred in, in their league. You know, so that tells you something about their schedule. And, oh, by the way, they also have the number one strength of schedule 
Right. Mm. So all those things should should figure in if they're on the bubble. If they if they can finish by winning two out of three uh, out of the next three series, or at least win um, you know six or six or seven games. And their historic program, too. And the NCAA will normally lean toward that, even though, again, they won't get a regional site, which, again, the NCAA leans toward the money on that. But, again, that's a historic program. So, again, they may get the nod there. On the basketball front, they lose Josh Gray. They lose Jalen Cook and Andre Hyatt. They bring in uh, Xavier Pinson out of Missouri, Illinois guard Adam Miller, and Cincinnati power forward Tara Eason, and supposedly more to come for Will Wade. Adam Miller and, and Pinson, the two guards, Pinson from Missouri, Adam Miller from Illinois. I mean, those are two great transfer signees. Yes, those guys, those are both starters. Um, you know, Illinois was a, was was a, finished number eight. They were in the top five or top ten most of the season. That that's a heck of a get, and that that surprised the Illinois people uh, that he left. Um, so uh, he he is. Coach Wade's done a very good job with uh, with transfers coming in, and then the guys he's lost, you know, were not major contributors last season. Uh, but you know, that's because they weren't, you know, the the, uh, the NBA mm-hmm. players who left for the NBA were, were playing ahead of him. So I'm sure he didn't want to lose all of those guys. But he hasn't lost, a, you know, a real big time player, and he's got, you know, he's got two centers coming in, freshman Chinese. So the the roster is actually looking pretty good. Yeah, it definitely is. Glenn Gibbo of USA Today Network is with us. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll shift gears to the New Orleans Saints, get his take on the draft, and, and of course, the, the uh, what's going to happen with free agency, all that coming up. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, the best deals on tires. First of all, largest selection of tires in the city. Tires and rims, you'll find them over at Southern Tire and something that will fit, fit every budget out there. But at Southern Tire, they treat your vehicle like their own, especially if your vehicle's out of warranty. You've got to be looking for a shop you can trust, right? At Southern Tire, they got the latest diagnostic equipment that's out there, the latest, I'm telling you. Same as, as the dealership, they have it at Southern Tire. And then ASE certified technicians, just like the dealership without those dealership prices. Looking for a company you can trust with your vehicle? Again, whether it's a fleet account or your own personal vehicle? Hey, man, think Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. And uh, southerntire.com is their website. You can check out all the service they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family, uh, again, since 1972 at Hickory and Airline at Southern Tire. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment. I'll go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. 
serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner, fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies for the joining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good hi this is jack rizzuto inviting you to our all-new delicious pizzeria in gretna on the west bank at rizzuto's pizzeria you'll enjoy incredible neapolitan style pizza and delicious family recipes that have been in our family for years like our delicious meatballs our restaurant offers both dine-in and takeout and features a family-friendly atmosphere plus you'll love our specials like our wine wednesday and steaks on thursday for the best pizza on the West Bank, it's Rizzuto's Pizzeria, 2020 Bell Chase Highway in Gretna. Paid for by DebtBlue. If you have more than $10,000 of credit card debt and are struggling to make your payments during this pandemic, this message could make your life much easier. The government stimulus money won't be enough to really help those who are struggling and have credit card debt. But now, there's a special program available right now that allows you to settle your credit card debt for a fraction of what you owe. That's right. You can qualify for a program that literally wipes out a large portion of what you owe. Just call 800-469-0167 now to see how much credit card relief you qualify for. Call 800-469-0167. And we can absolutely settle your credit card debt for far less than you ever thought possible, putting more cash in your pocket. With global markets in turmoil from the virus, banks are willing to settle for a fraction of what you owe. Call 800-469-0167 now and virtually eliminate your credit card debt faster than you ever imagined possible. This program is so good, we'll even guarantee your success. Call 800-469-0167 to see if you qualify for free. Call 800-469-0167. That's 800-469-0167. If you're looking for a career with a family-owned and operated business that values you as, a, as, a, um, a, as an employee, uh, think about our friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Their business is expanding so fast, they need technicians. Uh, if you are an experienced technician in the New Orleans area and you're looking for a, a company that you can join, that, again, that uh, you can stay a lifetime. Also, again, if you don't have experience, and you want to you want a career in air conditioning and he, and heating uh, as a technician? Uh, they will have a paid training program that that will train you. So if you're looking for a job, uh, if you're looking for a career, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. To find out more, go to acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villa, and, Ver- and, and, and Veterans in, and, in Metairie, and also uh, Mambo's, uh, again, uh, 411 Bourbon Street, Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar, three floors of incredible dining, and, and, and of course, uh, fantastic bars, 
Check it out. Of course, don't forget about the hideout bar right next door. Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network for about four, with us for about five more minutes. Glenn, Saints draft is in the books. What did you think? Okay, did we lose Glenn? Glenn, you with us? Okay, we're going to try to redial Glenn up. Uh, again, uh, uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget tonight, only award-winning Inside New Orleans sports, Glenn Gilbo of USA Today. Uh, Glenn, Glenn, sorry. Juan, Juan Kincaid of Fox 8 Sports joins us on the program. So check us out tonight, 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Uh, we're going to now, again, Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network is back with us. Glenn, the uh, draft is in the books. i got about five minutes left. Give me your thoughts on the Saints draft. Well, I was, I was disappointed in the Peyton Turner pick because he was uh, almost universally seen as a uh, second or third round pick. That you know, I, I did hear some reports that he was going to go right after the Saints pick. Maybe he'd have gone late first round, but he's a guy that possibly could have gotten in the second round. Uh, and that's a dangerous game when you uh, when you pick a guy who's uh, not quite the value of the pick. Stanley Jean Baptiste comes to mind from several years ago, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and I mean, but Sean Payton's attitude toward the uh, draft is he's a, you know, he's playing poker. He's a, he's, he's a riverboat gambler and, and sometimes it, uh, it really works. And he looks like a genius with, uh, with Jimmy Graham and, and Alvin Kamara. But then, you know, Mark Ingram was really never played like a first rounder. He was, he was solid, but he played like a second or third rounder most, most of his, his career and and that and that kind of followed him but uh you know and and, and turner may end up being a solid starter but uh, you know you could have got him in the second round so you'll you'll never know but i like i like the rest of the draft um peyton has the skins on the wall where he can he can take a risk like that and i know mm-hmm. that you know it's not like they just pulled his name out of the air they, they had their eye uh they had their mind on peyton turner and had him circle yep. for uh you know, for a long time. So they got the guy that, that they wanted, but we'll see how smart they were. What about Pete Werner and uh, Paulson Adebo? Do you think they're plug-and-play players at the linebacker and cornerback positions? Well, I think Werner and Adebo probably have a better chance of starting this season than does uh, Peyton Turner. Um, and I think um, Adebo, maybe not, but he could be a third cornerback definitely in the, in the rotation. I think Warner will start. What What are your thoughts about the drafting of the end book? Well, again, that that reminds me of, of the Grayson pick uh, at quarterback they made several years ago uh, that that did not pan out. Um, Sean thought he saw saw something there, which which happens. You know, he's he, he's he's hit and miss like like a lot of gamblers. Uh, to me, uh, I, I think Ian Book's probably going to be a miss. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't see him developing into a, a quarterback of the future or even a backup of the future for for the Saints. And uh, finally, the last two picks: Landon Young, the offensive tackle out of Kentucky, All SEC, and Kawan Baker, the wide receiver out of South Alabama. Well, Kawan Baker from South Alabama, I thought he was going to go a little higher than the uh, than the seventh round. I mean, he's that you know, as far as seventh round picks go. That's an excellent pick. I mean, he he might make the team. I mean, he could he could help on special teams. 
he's a guy who could, uh, you know, be a surprise uh, player, as, particularly as a seventh-round pick. You don't have a lot of those. But, you know, once you, once you get – I think they should end the, the draft after five rounds, actually, because after that, they're basically undrafted free agents. Mm-hmm. And uh, Landon Young played a lot of football at Kentucky. Well, I think, um, you know, offensive linemen, you, you, you tend to be able to get some starters in, in the late rounds or at least a, a good backup. And, uh, you know, they, they might have that in, in Landon Young. I mean, the Saints have, have done well in the mid to later rounds with offensive line and historically. So he could be, he could be that. But, uh, you know, I'm not really sure on him. Yeah. Got about a minute left. What do you have coming up for us on USA Today Network and how folks can follow you on social media? Well, I'm going to be uh, working on a piece on uh, some of what former President Alexander, F. King Alexander, said on the Jim Inkster show yesterday, which was some amazing uh, discussion, As just as LSU's got a new president coming in. And, and you talk about he, he's got one of the toughest jobs in America right yep. now, Mr. Tate. And um, also got a, a special feature coming out next week on um, John Mitchell, who was the first ever black coordinator hired in the SEC mm-hmm. at LSU in 1990. Yep. If you can believe that. And he's, yeah, I can remember. He's the, only human, he's the only human being that's that's worked under Bear Bryant, Nick Saban, and Bill Belichick. Huh, ought to be a great one. At LSU Beat Tweet on Twitter. Always appreciate your time, my friend. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Glenn. Uh, it's Glenn Gilbo. I'm Eric Ash. We'll be right back. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric. 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free. Intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to 
for our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Mother's Day is this week, and JCPenney's got amazing gifts for mom. It's her time to shine, so get her a select $15 lab-created white sapphire jewelry, or Thursday to Sunday, save on Mom's Day deals. Select Liz Claiborne apparel, accessories, and home are up to 40% off, and save extra with a 25% off coupon. Celebrate the woman who does it all. JCPenney. Offers and coupon valid through 5-9. Some exclusions apply. $15 jewelry excluded from coupons and rewards. See store or jcp.com for details. So, how can I promote my new curbside pickup service? It's possible with Staples Connect. I need custom floor decals that'll get noticed, not just walked on. Also possible, Staples Connect can help your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. And now get 15% off signs, posters, and decals when you spend $75 or more. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 529. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. Perry Sports Bar and Grill, located at 5252 Veterans Boulevard, offers amazing lunch specials starting at $6, seven days a week. But it doesn't stop there. Perry's offers a full menu until the late night, or should we say the early morning hours. Enjoy catching your favorite sports teams on over 20 big screen TVs featuring NBA, MLB, NFL sports packages, happy hour 11 to 6 Monday through Friday. Come visit us at Perry's Sports Bar and Grill. All right, thanks to Mike Trippett, Will Guillory, and Glenn Gilwell for joining us on the program. Rudy back at studio producing. Our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant for the title sponsor of today's show. Remember, all are open for Mother's Day. And all of our sponsors, go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Coming up next, the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Ken Trahan. Uh, Rod Walker, the advocate, is his guest. It's been a blast, New Orleans. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher from the Dog Catch of the Governor. They all got to go.